Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Listen, you know, you know I travel all around the world, ladies and gentlemen, and I run into some interesting and amazing men and women. And I've been doing this comedy game for 37 years. This brother, who I'm about to introduce you to, has been trying to book me for a long time. And my schedule has been insane. And shout out to all the other cities that have been waiting patiently to book me. I'm trying to get to you guys. I swear I am. And I've just been so blessed to stay so overly booked, especially at my age, ladies and gentlemen. And it still feel amazing. And when his brother got into contact with me and we found the date, he ran with it. But it's not that they pay me the, the kind of money that I deserve and more. His professionalism, his enthusiasm, his uh, cater to every detail that I want from A to Z is on point. And we're about to do a phenomenal show in the Bay Area in a couple weeks, ladies and gentlemen, on February the 16th. And we want everybody who ever seen me perform at Tommy T's over the years. This is just one night, Oakland. You never see me twice a year. You normally see me in the fall. But you get to see me one night one show only. It's good for me, for my brain. It's good for my body because I don't have to do six or seven shows, even though I love doing six or seven shows. But one show, maybe an hour and 30 minutes performance. I probably I might even do two hours, but you are going to laugh from beginning to end. Can you tell the world, people are listening from Dubai to China to Australia to uh, uh, um, U- U- Uganda, your name, fam. Let them know who you are. My name is Jerry Law. Jerry Law T. Raw. All right. Now, one you got to do for me, you got to get in a better place so you can talk because you sound muffled. Oh, excuse me. All right. How about this? All right. You got to join the earpiece? Yeah, I can take the earpiece out, though. Yeah, take the earpiece out, fam. All right. Yeah, everybody thinks they got earpieces, but your sound's a little cheap. Okay, there we go. That's better? <laughs> That's much better. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Once again, I'm Jerry Law, Jerry Law to Raw. Yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, it's Jerry Law. Let's, you know, um, we're going to talk to him, get to know the brother. I want you all to follow him um, to up and young coming comedians who might want to come by and do a guest spot one day down the line because he only really talk, talk with top-notch comedians because his name is at stake. So, so on the business side, he can't play any games and how he feeds his family and how he has to move forward in the club of Tommy T's because they want to do good business, and the goal is to put asses in the seats. So, Jerry, how would you get started in this game? Oh, man, I got started in comedy. Uh, I made a promise to a brother. I was uh, I was in concentration. I made a promise to a brother, and I got out and, and, and kept doing it and kept uh, kept following that, that, uh, that comedy lane, man. And I had a radio show. At, uh, I went to college. Uh, yeah. Community college had a radio show, and I was 
you know, it's, it's clean. It's the FCC, so you can't cuss it. So everybody like, man, you're funny, man. You should be a comedian. I heard it all my life. And then mm-hmm. two uh, other students, they was like, hey, man, they got this uh, open mic in Frisco at the Brainwash. They said, come on over, man. You're acting funny. And I went over there. I bombed two times real good, real good bombing. But I stuck mm-hmm. with it, and I'm here today on the T.K. Kirkland Show. Yeah, and, see, and that's the that's the trick, ladies and gentlemen, is that you can go up and bomb, but you got to keep going because a lot of you um, people, a lot of comics don't know how to write. A lot of comics don't know how to turn things into jokes because you can be funny around your friends, but it's a different energy when you're on stage, right? It's a different energy when you're on stage. Now, what year did you get out? Uh, I got out in 2012 on New Year's Day. Wow. New and how Year's long Day. did it take you to have, start having sex? Um, to, to have a real good set, I would say. It took me no, about sex. Ten. No, when Tell. you got out New Year's Eve, when did you start uh, fucking? Oh, shit. As soon as I got out, it was it was, uh, uh, it was a couple uh, couple hours later. That was the, <laughs> that's the first thing I wanted, you know what I'm saying? I wanted right. to get to the job. If I got right, lucky, right. I'd get to suck at the job. Okay, now, did you walk, take a shower before you fucked? Because, you you know, when you're in jail, you got a whole different type of odor. Yeah, you do. You have that, uh, you, you, you're you whole manless. You, you you haven't been. Right, right. It's like a cold, it's like a cold, sweaty type stale thing about you, right? Because, you know, you got to yeah, remember, you're yeah. no alone. And what you eat is in your system. So all that fucked up food is coming out the, the smell of your body. Not, it's not a bad odor. But it's not the kind of odor I think that you should get on top of a woman coming right out of jail. So I just want to know, did you have time to wash your ass and your nuts? Uh, man, I went straight in. I wasn't thinking about that. I went okay, straight in. Okay, well, if she still lets you do your thing, so um, she's the real MVP. <laughs> Hell, we had a son. <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome, yo. So from your journey then, so how did you hook up with my people over at Tommy T's? How did you land that gig? Okay, so how I got to Tommy T's, uh, there were some other comedians throwing shows, and I had just, you know, you get in the game, so they booked me. And I was going to college, had the radio show, so a lot of people would come out and see me. And mm-hmm. so I did a couple of shows like that. Then the uh, Tommy's daughter, Jennifer, she came to me one night. She said, Lucky, she said, you should have your own show here. Would you like to do that? And I was like, absolutely. So wow. I started throwing, uh, start throwing shows there. My numbers were good. My crowd was diverse. And uh threw a show there on a Thursday night, and Dion Cole came in there because he was performing that weekend. He came in there, and he uh, he said, hey, he told Tommy, he said, man, this should be your host, man. He should host every show here. About a month later, I was the host there for about three years straight. Damn. That is awesome. So now – the show that we're about to do, explain to me the, the people behind it, um, the Black Panthers, uh, et cetera. How did all this come into play um, for this particular show? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, again, um, the pandemic hit. And so people, you know, the shows were getting scarce and drying up, but they let you perform outside. So right. I do things for the community. Like, I throw free skate parties and stuff for the kids so they can come out. You know, didn't have much, man. And, and grandma, he got this dig too far in her purse. We take care of that. 
And so the brothers seen that. So they asked me to host one of their uh, clean, clean comedy shows out here at the Lake for all the family. And wow. I was like, okay, cool. So I did it. They loved me, and we formed a connection. And it's the CRC, Community Ready Corps. It's the Seeds of the Black Panthers, the same ideology. Uh, we believe in helping each other, each one teach one. And we also believe in uh, food for one is food for two. So we always, we stay loving our brother, loving our sister, and we take care of each other. And so they loved me, and they liked my relationship with the community. And they was like, hey, man, we want to we wanna help you. It's like, man, whatever you need, man, you let us know. And uh, so Wednesday so was the decompression campaign. So they were, they asked me, they said, man, well, who you want to bring, who, who you think could come out? And uh, I said, well, you know, Valentine's Day is around the corner. And I said, uh, I said, Tommy's probably got something. I said, but if they, had, they wanted this specific date. And I said, well, give me the date, which was February 16th. I said, once we locked that in, I went to the club, locked it in. I said, then we'll focus on the audit. I said, I want T.K. Kirkland. He said, T.K. I said, yeah, you know T.K. Why are you doing that? And I said, you know who I'm talking about. They start laughing. Right. He said, man, you sound just like you. I said, man, that dude, cold. He ice cold, man. I said, you got to, man, you got to you gotta watch it perform. They say, that's what you want. And the brother, he talked to the other brother. He said, yeah, man, well, let's do it. I said, well, let me see if I can make it happen. And uh, that was after the first little the little date fiasco, but uh, we made it happen. We locked it in. It's an island of pleasure, and I'm excited to have T.K. Kirkman up in there. One night only, yeah. February 16th, just right after Valentine's Day. So come get right. your lesson. Come get your lesson. Yeah. And you know what's so cold? Um, when I almost turned you down, right? I almost turned mm-hmm. you down because my schedule was, is just so insane to you and to the fans that's listening because – I got the big show in um, L.A. with Mike Epps at the Chinese Man Theater. I got four shows. We sold out already, and I'm headlining four of the shows. Then um, I'm the headliner. So the last night on that Thursday, I probably won't get done to 12 in the morning, right? I got to go down to my hotel. By the time I get there, like, 2. Then I got to get up at 7, um, then catch a flight from um, California to Chicago. I land at 3-something. Then I have another show at 7 p.m., two shows that night. And at Riddle's Comic Club with the great Damon um, Williams in Chicago, then two more shows on Saturday, two more shows on Sunday, right? Then two more shows on that Monday. Then I fly out... um, to San Francisco. I get there, rest, do you guys show, and then I get right back on the plane to go to Cleveland, Ohio to do the improv, which is almost sold out. All seven shows almost sold out. It'll be sold out by the next week. And I, LeBron James, um, Morant, all these people are coming to my show um, during the All-Star break. All, that's what I saw. I thought I, I didn't feel I did I felt like I was putting too much pressure on my body because even mm-hmm. though I look young I feel young I do know I'm an OG right so mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I take care of my body but when I do I feel excellent I get my checkups and everything so I almost didn't do it so when we kept talking I saw how he was moving and then you tell me this for the brothers of the Black Panthers this for this this community. This show, believe it or not, took on 
a lot more meaning to me because what I stress to comics around the world is a lot of comics don't like to do black nights for black promoters and black comedy clubs. And I Mm -hmm. talked about this the other day on The Breakfast Club about how blacks don't want to do black clubs in every comic in the world, no matter how big you are, should always go to the hood, always go in the community to do stand-up. Because believe it or not, even if you don't rock it the way you want, you know your ass is funny when you walk out the hood. You know your ass is funny when you walk out of an all-black comedy show. You know you fucking funny. And that's how I came up at the comic theater with Michael Williams, Miss Wiz, down in Long Beach, um, California, with me and Robin Harris. Um, believe it or not, we came up. He was ahead of me, but by uh, five, six years, me and him was rivals. And a lot of people just don't notice that me and uh, Robin Harris didn't get along. Um, wow. Because, of, uh, yeah, he had insecurities. And his insecurities was that he couldn't believe I was just as funny as that nigga. Or I had the streets on lock, because, you know, I'm a street nigga. So I had all the bloods, the crips, the hustlers, the boosters, the fine bitches back in the day. And mm-hmm. um, and there was a click going on. See, all the comedians was on Robin Harris' dick, right? So mm-hmm. I, and I, I had haters, like, in, in big time. You know, not to say their names because, you know, they different today, but back then they, they was riding his dick. And I've always been an independent young man. I've always, always moved a certain way, and I still move a certain way to this day. And one of the greatest things I ever did in my life was move to this motherfucker by myself solid, right? Mm-hmm. So to come do your show on the 16th, man, I, I swear to you, I'm going to make sure I'm so well rested because I want to give not just you, I want to give all the fans, but the, 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 the gentlemen and the women who are behind that community a great show. And that same night, I'm going to sign my deal with you again to do this club every year until the day I die. Like that's how important I'm going. I'm going to do it every year. So we're going to make it the first annual, the second annual, the third annual. That's what we're going to do. Hold on a second. Hold on. Okay, cool. Yeah. So um, it's just been such a uh, a phenomenal experience. So, ladies and gentlemen who are listening, and listen carefully, this is Jerry Love, the host of Tommy T's. And then you do this every tu- every Tuesday, um, Jerry? Oh, I, um, we were doing like once a month, Wednesday nights and Thursdays, but I've been, I've been, I, the comedy game been treating me good. I've been traveling. I've been away. I had to get, I'm in Vegas right now. Had a show okay. last night. Yep. Right. All right. So, tell them your, um, your handle. And your your email, not your your hand, your IG, your social media stuff. Absolutely, you can follow me. Please follow me at Jerry Law Two Raw. That's J E R R Y L A W. The number two R A W on Instagram, and you will see all my upcoming shows. You can even see me film my special uh, from the cage to the stage and hear about my story and how I got into comedy. And I right, thank exactly. you for having me. And everybody, I need y'all to follow at Jerry Law. Too raw. I want y'all to follow at community underscore ready underscore corp at CRC at Nesh Sima 479. That's E 
I mean, N-E-S-H-I-M-A-F-O-R-D-79. Then I also want you to follow at Tommy T's Comedy 925 to find out the, the up-and-coming shows that they will have there because we want to make sure that we support this brother. We want to support Tommy T's. It's a great landmark for the Bay Area. It's a great landmark and opportunities for comedians all around the world who get this opportunity. And those are the uh, Instagram um, tags. And what we want, ladies and gentlemen, is on February 16th, you want to make it to Tommy T's in um, Pleasanton, California. Put that on your map. Write it down now. Put it out. Tell everybody. Tell somebody who knows somebody that got a car that T to the motherfucking K is going to be at Tommy T's on the 16th. Like I said, you only see me once a year. If you missed me last year, you get a chance to see me this year. The other thing that's important, ladies and gentlemen, is if you're in L.A. this week and you happen to be coming for Super Bowl on February 9th and 10th, check out me and the great Mike Epps at the World Chinese Theater at the TLC um, Thursday night is completely sold out. We have a few tickets left on Wednesday. But if you do need tickets and your money ain't right, hit me on my Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. But not no nigga hit me in my DM asking for tickets. But if it's a female, because I'm a G, uh, it's possible I might give you a ticket. If I don't feel that you're trying to take advantage of a nigga, because I'm good at checking and seeing who's trying to use a nigga. Then if you're in Chicago on February 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, um, check me out at Riddles Comedy Club with Damon for tickets. Go to at DamonWilliams.com for um, tickets, ladies and gentlemen, for his show. Um, the holidays is coming up. And I know everybody's trying to get flowers for their girl Valentine's Day. But I think this year you guys should try to do something different at Mijan Dujere. Um, Google that. Mijan Dujere candles. Bath um, 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 suds for for your girl in the bathtub. Um, lotions for guys. Um, moisturizing cocoa butters. All that type for your hands and your feet. Um, the ladies always smell good, so ladies, but if you are buying your man something, let's to go pick your man or something, order it, um, send it to him, and you will have um, a good-smelling man for Valentine's Day and beyond, all right? That's what's important to us. But right now we got Jerry Law doing his thing, Um for us and around the country. Check his stand-up out, up and young comedian. And the reason why he's on this show today, ladies and gentlemen, because his professionalism is on another level. And I had to congratulate this young man on such a ability. He's going to go a long way because of his swag, his how he's very detail-oriented. And I think this is the way... Um, comics should treat each other, and but at the same time, to the comedians, you got to be funny. Mm-hmm. It got to be funny. Some of y'all think a nigga's supposed to kiss your ass. 
because you say you stand up. Put the work in. Don't worry about the money. The money will come. And like Paul Mooney used to tell me back in the day, there's no substitute for experience. You've got to put the work in. I'm going to repeat it. You've got to put the work in. And when you put the work in, it'll come to you. Write. Stay creative. Don't bite nobody else's material. One rule I always do, I never used to sit back and watch other comedians act. I never oh. watch another comedian because when you watch another comedian, fuck, how funny you are. If that motherfucker say so funny, and you're doing a show one day somewhere, you don't have the discipline, you might bite on their material. And you know, I don't want no comic to ever be considered, oh, he steals material. That's a horrible thing to shake over mm-hmm. here. And that's why I talk the shit that I do, but my stuff is real life. So um, mm-hmm. there's been comedians about saying their names, females and males, who have tried to bite my style of being a, a player who um, try to talk that, that talk. And some made a lot of money doing it, but they never really actually lived it compared to T.K. Kirkland. And sometimes they're compared to me. Um, think of that I came after them when actuality was the other way around. So Absolutely. I would tell, you know what I'm saying? I always tell people that if you wasn't doing this motherfucker before 1985, which I doubt, then I nobody <laughs> say shit to me. Because I've been Not doing this since 1985. I got 37 years in the game. I've been doing this a lot longer than a lot of people been born. <laughs> a lot of people want so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let them know where they can get the tickets, Jay. You can get the tickets. Go to the Tommy T's website, the Tommy T's search engine, and you can uh, – it's on the calendar. You hit the calendar. Go to Wednesday, the February 16th. You're going to see the decompression campaign. And uh, there's a brother that bought 100 tickets, and what he's going to do is you come to the door, you say, we all we got, black solidarity, and they're going to comp your ticket in so you can come live. Decompression campaign, CRC. Journal. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, you hear that? If you the first 100 people, the first 100 people, I'm going to repeat it, the first 100 people are going to get a free ticket to see T.K. Kirkland as Tommy T's. This is going to be insane. Oh, yeah. This is- so I went to give him back to the community, and like I said, T.K. Kirkland, man, come to school. <laughs> he comes to and school. you're getting it for free. Oh, my God. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. Listen, to everybody around the world um, who always tune in to me every week, that we talk about everything from taxes to credit to having a good time to telling jokes to um, candles and teas and all that kind of stuff. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, to um, Tommy T's. Um, listen, I'm 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 even more excited that they're giving away 100 tickets. I'm, uh, oh yeah. So, and, I, I, and I and I and out of respect, I want it to be 100 women, at least mm. 90 percent of women, because I take pride in looking out for females instead of a man got his hand out. That's just me, you know. But exactly. if you really ain't got it then just come, fellas. 
and maybe I could change your life and motivate you. But one, your ticket's free. Um, February 16th, Tommy T put the word on the street. T to the motherfucking K is going to be the building. Jerry Law, thank you for your time, family. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me, man. This is right. really great, man. Thank you for your time. Put the word out to everybody that you're going to be in a TK Kirkland podcast um, today. So, um, and we're going to run it all week. So, we're going to promote the hell out of this thing. Absolutely. Let's do it. And I'm going to start a list for the women. There you go. We want to take care of the women, fam. That's Absolutely. important to me. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Have a good one. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.